This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Presented by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. A happy Tuesday to you. A beautiful start to the morning out there, of course, unless you're stuck on the southwest leg of the Anthony Henday. And if you are, well, pack your patience. You're going to, you know, about a 25, 30 minute delay going through there. That's what we're here this for. This morning. Keep yeah. you entertained. <laughs> keep, you, keep you informed. Give you something to listen to. And if you're on your motorcycle, well, the uh, your, your right hand, your clutch hand is going to be getting. Is that your clutch hand? It's been a while since I've been on my bike. Yeah. Uh, clutch hand's left hand. Left hand. No, break. Okay, whatever. Make it go fast on the right hand. Yeah, right, right. Uh, it's been a while since I've been on my bike. Uh, One of my favorite tattoos that I see, and you see it on the computers, it's, it has the old rabbit and the turtle, yes. and then the line, and it, it's tattooed on the person's right hand, <laughs> just between their thumb and their and their and their pointy finger. That's like that's go go fast, go faster. Um, if you're on the bike, yeah, as well. A lot of people this time of year out on their bikes, and uh, the Canadian Motorcycle Tourism Association and the Alberta Hotel and Lodging Association uh, announcing a partnership aimed at uh, promoting motorcycle tourism throughout our province. We're going to find out more this morning with Renee Charbonneau, who's the executive director of the CMTA. Renee, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you guys this morning? Oh, really good. Uh, you both thinking that, you know, it'd be better to be maybe out on the bikes? <laughs> yes, I can't wait to be on mine this weekend again. <laughs> uh, when you talk about promoting motorcycle tourism in Alberta, it, it, it seems to me that that is already taking off, and now it's a matter, a matter of, of providing opportunities and, and encouraging it to go. Is that a fair statement? Semi-fair. It's kind of on the uptick again, thanks to COVID. It, it it had been going really well, and then, of course, everything had to be reinvented by so many. Um, in the meantime, um, we went back to the drawing board and resurrected some training that we had created. We did some work with the Manitoba Sledders Association, came back with some wonderful ideas and we now have uh, rider friendly training for hotels and motels um, a lot of hotels do not provide uh, private like separate parking for motorcycles they don't understand the need for those kinds of things until they take the training and when they see motorcycles in the rain sitting on, not under a canopy or not underground with no cover when they see how fast a motorcycle can be stolen um, they start changing their ideas on what they provide for safety and security for for motorcycles and what we're doing is getting geared up to we welcome Europeans and Americans and the world to Canada by promoting our backyard to everybody else, getting everybody geared up for great customer service, and as things are really starting to, to ramp up. Um, Renee, I'm curious to know, because I know, you know, I have friends who've gone to Europe to ride their motorcycles through through Europe, and I'm, won mm -hmm. I'm wondering how big the attraction is. You, you would think it would be big you know, going the other way, but I haven't really talked to a lot of folks or seen a lot of folks, and maybe I'm just, you know, it's been a while, um, that, you know, make, let's say, that mountain trek a destination, um, you know, coming over from, from Europe to Canada to do that motorcycle ride. What do you think? There are thousands every wow. year who come from Germany, from Great Britain, from Australia, mm. 
I meet up with them on the road all the time here in the north. Um, the north is where they want to go yeah. in a lot in a lot of cases. They want to go to the Yukon. They want to go to the Northwest Territories. They want to experience those remote locations. Um, they are often very gobsmacked <laughs> by how late you can ride into the night up here in the north. Um, so they and, and Europeans, um, we did a FAM tour last year, a familiarization tour. Uh, we brought an Israeli guide and, and European tour guide, and you know, they ride so differently there. And they're not used to long-distance riding. They want to stop every hour. <laughs> Teaching people in our industry, talking to hoteliers, restaurateurs, explaining the gear, all of these things that so many up here just aren't exposed to often enough, especially the last few years. And bringing that training back, making sure our hotels and motels are truly ready to serve those customers, understanding why, um, you know, it's not a bad idea to give us a, a rag specific to getting rid of bug guts, unless, of course, you want that pretty white hotel <laughs> towel to be dirty. So we have lots of tips and training to offer them, um, and it's really important that tourists understand that the CMTA is here to help them find wonderful businesses to work with. Um, we also are, are a nonprofit that has its own travel agency. <laughs> so as that is being developed and worked on, we're creating tours of our province to sell to Europe, to sell to the Americans, those seven and ten day vacations of all the beautiful oddities we have to offer. <laughs> it, it is the Alberta Hotel and Lodging Association that you've partnered up in, in this with and we mentioned it has to be one of the best roads and the best rides in the world doing that, that Jasper to Banff, the, the Icefield Parkway, it's just, and, and all of it that goes along with it is beautiful. But how well, much of Alberta is part of this motorcycle tourism? Our are people coming to just go on the flat prairies or is it primary sort of the western part of the province maybe up into the north that gets the bulk of this well right now it is definitely the jasper banff corridor that seems to get the bulk of this part of our push is to help recognize the northern rockies so from hinton to grand cache and up into the Northwest Territories and the Yukon Territories. So taking them into northern BC so that they can take their trek. You know, the ultimate idea is the more we promote our farthest competitor, which in the case of Canada is Alaska, um, the more we have the potential to attract that American tourist and impact where they go. So while it's all beautiful to ride Jasper and Banff, we want them to also come experience riding until 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> you know, come experience the mosquitoes that are big enough that they're going to take you away. <laughs> we want you to come I wouldn't use that as a marketing ploy. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's all part of eating protein. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, the other, the other thing we're all known for is, you know, saving the world one bug at a time. <laughs> Renee, one more question for you before we uh, we have to let you go here. What what's the response been, um, you know, by by the hotels that sort of stuff, the ones that you know you've got these these familiarization programs for them. What's what's the reaction been? 
it's been phenomenal. Um, so many of them had no idea how lucrative a market motorcycling really is. They had no idea how simple it is to truly cater to us and understand what our needs are. Our needs are different from the family with 2.5 kids and a dog or the business traveler or the oil field worker. And so helping them identify those needs makes them better at customer service, which is going to make the whole experience of being on vacation or a three or four day tour a lot more pleasurable for everyone. Wonderful. Uh, Renee, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. Uh, Good chat with you this morning and and happy riding, safe riding to you. Well, thank you very much. And we're so excited for this summer and what holds, what 2024 holds. That's that's where my focus is right now. Absolutely. Uh, Renee Charbonneau, good chatting with you. Have a good day. Uh, She is uh, Mm -hmm. the executive director of the Canadian Motorcycle Tourism Association. I miss riding my bike. I miss it, I miss it, I miss it. Welcome to summer. Pitter-patter. I know. Get a gear. You know, make sure make sure you got insurance on it. Make sure she's mm-hmm. registered. Make sure she's all tuned up and get at it. She's all tuned up. Got to get the other things done. There you go. Mm-hmm. Eight fifteen. Ah, there are some pretty cool rides in Alberta. Not just that Banff or yeah. Banff Jasper run. There's a bunch of them. Do you know of any? Uh, share them with us. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three, and maybe we'll share a few of ours when we come mm-hmm. back. Door Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Eight seventeen here on This Morning. Jalen and I just talking a little bit about uh, experiences on motorcycles. Mm-hmm. And, the, and and one of your first big trips was that Jasper Banff trip, right? Well, what, the very first one I did was to Golden, was here to okay. Golden. It was a part of the ride ride for kids. But then it did the uh, the Jasper Banff one a, a couple of times. But yeah, it was one of my first ones. And it was... That was a lot. It, there was, it's a little overwhelming because if you there's, ju- if you just there's a lot license, going on there. You're just learning. If you're just getting going, that that's that's yeah. a big trip. Yeah, I did. I did that one. One of my first ones too. Marty Forbes and I went uh, yeah. went for that. And it's a great ride because it's a weekender, right? That's right. You're gonna leave here after work on a yeah. Friday, stay somewhere, then you do Jasper mm-hmm. Banff the next day, and then you do Banff home uh, yeah. the, the, on the Sunday. So you can do it in a weekend, easy. But it's a beautiful ride. There are people from around the world. And there's nothing quite like that feeling of going to that highway. And you can pick any stretch mm-hmm. of that highway. I don't care where it is. And it's just glorious. And you have all the scenery all around you. And the smells. Because you don't always mm-hmm. get the smells when you're in a vehicle. No, uh, right? not at all. But when you're out there yeah. and you're driving past some of the, some of the fields or some of the... Yeah. Just, the just beautiful. I it's remember amazing. leaving Jasper one morning on, on the motorcycle. And it was just me and another guy riding. We got up early and... Um, as we were hitting a big stretch, there's a big mama bear that came across mm-hmm. the the road and two of her little cubs. And we just parked it because the cubs were like just playing on the road, doing its thing uh, before it before it toddled off. But it was a cold morning when we left. But as we went up in elevation, it was warmer up top. So by the time we got up to the mm-hmm. top of that elevation, it was warm. We were able to to sit there and bask in the sun a little bit. There's I I'm not a big fan in ri- of riding in packs. I never was, um, uh, especially if you're a 
a newer rider. For me, I found it um, a little bit more intimidating, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be pushed to go to your speed. I want just leave me at the back. Let me do my yeah, comfort yeah, yeah. zone. Yeah. And so that's kind of where it would break. Uh, no, not break down. That's where I'd say oftentimes just go on. I'm all good. I'm going to do my thing. Yeah, you've got to find that that yeah. that fine point between yeah. learning from them and being able to be a better rider, yeah. but also not Absolutely. pushing yourself to a level that you yeah. get yourself in trouble. But, right? They might be a long, yep. experienced riders. They know exactly, but you mm-hmm. don't want to push yourself into a spot that mm-hmm. you're not now no. safe. Right? And it was always great. And you find people like I would uh, ride with Leanne Langlois, mm-hmm. uh, who is the head of the Alberta Motorcycle Safety uh, Society. And, and so she was really great. Because she never pushed. She was yeah. always just like, let's just ride to where you're at. And it was really good. And it's really good to find that person when you're starting on 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 the on the motorcycle when you start doing those trips and preaching to the choir here DMAC because you've you've the exact same thing but there is something pretty special about being on uh, on on the bike and, and driving through this province as long as it's not a hailstorm that was not nice those are not pleasant those no. are but the, the as you said the smells and uh, just kind of some of the sights things that you miss when you're when you're traveling in a car it's it's mm-hmm. a it's a completely different experience it's a very it's almost sensory overload at times uh, you know obviously the mountains get to get a mm-hmm. lot of the attention yeah hinting up to grand cash in the grand prairie in yeah. the peace country i get some attention bc has some amazing mm-hmm. roads and so you can do a loop if you have a longer period of time pop into bc and you do some of that come back there are a few others though have you ever have you ever gone down to Drumheller and done the 11 bridges no. now the 11 bridges road is probably it sounds a little cooler than what it actually but it's still cool i still yeah. liked it but just riding in the badlands mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. a really really cool feeling it's just a matter of whether you know and then what route do you take do you bomb down there on <laughs> highway two or do you go back on the back roads yeah. and just roll your way through we had a rule uh when we'd go on our motorcycle trips uh, we're, and nothing against chain hotels and nothing against chain restaurants. But when we were on a longer trip, that was the rule. No chain hotels. Oh, fun. No chain restaurants. Mm-hmm. So you'd get mom and pop sort yep. of motels. You'd get road houses. You'd get weird little diners. If it was weird, we went to it. And it was we came across some of the coolest places and people uh, all through uh, Alberta, BC, and into the northern United States. So it was very, very yeah, cool. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I like that. I think that's a really, really cool idea. Cause you just never know who you're going to meet, what no. you're going to see, who you're going to talk to, yeah. right? That's it. You know, around here, I would just, you know, I can remember I'd come home from work and I'd just hop on my bike to clear my head and just go out, go out the highway out towards Genesee and, mm-hmm. and go out there. The other favorite one around here, and a lot of people do it, and I'm not, it's not a surprise to anyone, it's just get out to Pigeon Lake and yep. do the whole loop around the lake. Mm-hmm. You know, stop and at, you don't at have the to village the and have have lunch and, yeah, you, know, and you don't that. do the big highway you don't do highway no. two down you know Mm-mm. you pop over into the uh, other secondary That's highways right. there's lots of really cool ones west yeah. of here and i know you why well, you see the motorcycles all the time especially on the weekend let's uh, just be aware everybody yeah uh your motorcycles are on the road the motorcycles have to be aware of their sharing with uh with the with the big rigs too so everyone just take it easy we all have a place to get to and we want to get there safe absolutely mm-hmm. hey morley Hey, Marty. Hello. Do you ever no. ride motorcycle? Never. Uh, I Never. No, never driven one. I've ridden on the back of one many, many, many years ago when I was a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's it. Yeah. And no desire. I, I ended up getting my license much later in life. My, yeah. my father-in-law shipped out his old bike because he'd got 72 years old, I think he was, and he got a new Kawasaki Vulcan 1500. Cool. Uh, geez, Daryl, you <clears throat> crack that. It rips your arms right out of your shoulders. <laughs> oh, I, great. That's awesome. Yeah, I've never really had a desire to do it. So yeah. uh, He shipped out the, the 1976 Honda CB750. It's an old bike. Mm-hmm. Antique. I, ended up, I love riding that thing. That's, that's all I ride. So sure, that's I'm sure. Is. 
It's great for gas, right? Uh, oh, it's fine. Saves you money yeah, there. it saves you money, some yeah. money on that one. But uh, you've got to work it a little bit harder than some of the bigger cruisers <laughs> that can blast through. Trust me. Well, if you're looking to buy one, I, I've got a couple in my garage that uh, might need a new home. So. All right, we'll come over and take a peek. <laughs> Coming up they on, sure are pretty. They're sure pretty. Garage candy these days. Yeah.